What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition, another fun and games Friday edition of the Rough Cut Sportscast. I am your host, the one and only Vinny Milani. Of course, I'm joined by the man, your boy, AJ Johnson. What's up, buddy? How is it going on this beautiful, beautiful Friday? It's a little rainy over here. I don't know how it was in Tampa, but how is your Friday going? I was gonna say it's clear we're in different places. You're saying beautiful, beautiful Friday, and I'm sitting here thinking that you must have been over here because y'all sent your rain our way. Actually, like about an hour or two ago, I stepped outside from what was a sunny day and went, "The hell happened here?" So <laughs> I haven't but seen other- the sun today. I have the the sun has not shown its face today. Uh, it was not a thing. Mm, I didn't go see the. Sun. I stayed indoors for most of the day. It's kind of sad. You know, I'm trying to be safe. You know, I don't want to go out there with the diseases and stuff. You know. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Got Mr. Yeah. Safety over here. Aren't you? Aren't you going out after this? Aren't Aren't, aren't you going out after this? I don't know, but apparently it doesn't matter at nighttime. It's only a daytime. Oh, got it. Got that's it. That's why places close earlier. They don't want you out at night because that's when the disease shows its face. In the daytime, you're good. Do we have a sign? Do we have any scientists or any doctors in the house at all in the chat? Let us know if that's actually a true statement or not. Please let us know. But once again, though, thank you guys so much for tuning in to another Fun and Games Friday. We've got a great show ahead of us. We are mock drafting later on. Later on, like the main event of the show is a mock draft for the ages. AJ and I, of course, we do things head to head kind of style. And we're mock drafting head-to-head for the upcoming 2021 draft. I have guilted AJ into doing this. I know he is a big believer in mocking after the Super Bowl. I'm a big believer in mocking whenever I feel like it because (laughs) I love mock drafting. But that's what we're going to do later on tonight as the main event of the show. But AJ, the title of the show here is called Mm. Deal or No Deal. And that is what the theme of this show is going to be about. It's all about making deals here, making moves, whether it's going to be a deal or no deal, smashing that button, saying no. AJ, we've got five players listed here, buddy. Five players that we're going to talk about that that are on the block, are the most notable names that are kind of on the block right now. And you, sir, are going to throw the trades to me. Okay? I am the GM here. I'm sitting in the armchair GM spot, okay? And you are ringing my phone, offering me trades, okay? The first player is Deshaun Watson, of course. Like, there's no other place. Oh, you raising your hand? Yes, you in the front. You in the front. So uh, before we get into that, I would like to tell everyone where they can find us on social media. Oh, That'd be awesome. I forgot yeah. about that. I want to oh. plug. I want to plug. I want to plug. Yeah, yeah. Plug it up, plug it up. So, first and foremost, thank y'all for tuning in and watching right here on Facebook at Rough Cut Sports. If you want to go check out some of the other feeds on Twitter, you can hit us up at Rough Cut underscore sports. We are dropping the memes and the photos and the happiness on Instagram at the Rough Cut Sportscast. Head all over there, hit that like, hit that subscribe, and share, share, share. Tell somebody about us. You're enjoying the show. Tell somebody. As a matter of fact, tell everybody. We are here to stay. And of course, today's episode is brought to you by HalftimeSportsCollectibles.com. Go check them out for all your collectible needs, whether it's NFL, MLB, 
NBA, NHL for a guy like me. My birthday's still coming up, man. We're like, it is, we're, we are two days from birthday week. Okay. Birthday. I'm not, a, I don't have a birthday week. I don't do that. But if I did, and if I wanted to, you can start by ordering me something off halftime sports collectibles. It might not be here in time for my birthday, but you can screenshot the receipt for it. Send it on, <laughs> on Sunday and kick off the birthday week. Right. For me. It's, okay? it's the thought that counts, right? Exactly. So go get something at halftime sports collectibles.com. Still doing shipping for o- free shipping for orders over one. What What do you, you in the front, you and the FSU had, I'm getting sick and tired of it. Okay. I also thought you were going to finish your sentence before you called on me, but it's okay. Thanks for uh, calling on me. I'm very important. I appreciate it. I'm oh, raising you, my hand. I used I to just interrupt. Anything. I can't finish anything. We do our pre-show meetings and I'm literally like, I, I can't finish any type of topic or anything I'm bringing up. But you, in the front, you have a question. You raised it ever so politely. What do you got? Yeah, also, while we were doing this, I also just wanted to say hi in the comments to our buddy Dante Alston and let everyone know tomorrow we are going live and we are jumping on here. There's a big MMA fight tomorrow night. If you haven't heard, it is the rematch of Conor McGregor versus Dustin Diamond Poirier. Dante is going to join me on the show. We are going to talk all the MMA, all the facts. Check it out. 10.30 in the morning, <laughs> maybe maybe 11, but, you know, and watch Somewhere it all day and then yeah. figure out when to meet me so we can go watch the fights tomorrow night. Yeah, cool. I'll be down in Tampa. I'll, I'll, I'll drive down. You still have your hand raised. I can't. I, I, can't. Oh, I, mean, I, just, I guess at this point, as the host, I need to start raising my hand because you are taking over with your hand raisins and you're talking about the sports ball and the sharing and the plugging and the whatnot. But, AJ, are, is it okay yeah. for me? to start getting into the deal or no deal segment that the fans have been waiting for we're doing a deal or no deal today how's that work all right i'm just uh it's uh it's all you here so first deal up today <laughs> we're gonna talk about let's do oh, this i'm ready i'm ready let's just all right let's get into let's it buddy go. deal or no deal first player on the board here of course has to be deshaun watson you does it going to be a potential team offering me the Houston Texans with no head coach at all <laughs> or mm-hmm. jo- maybe Josh McCown as head coach but we're not going to get into that offer me something mm-hmm. for Deshaun Watson all right I'm gonna take it one step further I am going to become the character I'm going to embody this decision as a GM full-heartedly so you ready oh I'm ready Hey, Nick, it's Scott Fritterer, the new GM of the Carolina Panthers. Listen, I know you've been getting a ton of calls for Deshaun, but I want to make sure this is the last call you have to take about. Let me give you the keys to the kingdom. I would like to make this offer for Deshaun Watson. I am willing to give you Teddy Bridgewater, a 2021 first and second round pick that's number eight and 39 overall, and our 2022 and 2023 first round pick. Let's get this deal done. Oh, well, that is a very, very, very fair offer, in my opinion, for a guy like Deshaun Watson. But let me tell you this. Let me let me let me tell you this. I'm not I'm, I'm, I'm bringing in an analyst here. An analyst is going to talk to you, my friend. So that's your, your offer for Deshaun Watson. I'm going to tell you something here, buddy. A lot of teams here do not strike while the iron is hot. 
Okay, they let things build and build and build to where the trade value for a certain player is absolutely nothing because they know he wants out. Let's take a look back at, at, at a team that did the right thing, a fellow team in my division, the Jacksonville Jaguars. When Jalen Ramsey wanted out, what did they do? They did not wait. They did not wait at all. They traded Jalen Ramsey, and they got not one, but two first-round picks, which is a very, very fair offer for Jalen Ramsey. They were able to take advantage of the Los Angeles Rams. They got that. But – there's also the other side of things where like the New York Giants, when they got when they traded Odell Beckham Jr., Odell Beckham Jr., I thought could have been worth a little bit more than what they got. OK, but Odell Beckham wanted it. They, they, they wanted to make a deal. OK, there was reports, reports after reports saying Odell Beckham is going to get traded. Trade value goes down, wants out. That's what happens. Deshaun Watson here obviously wants out. And I'm accepting your offer. I'm accepting your offer here. I'm obviously hoping that there's better offers out there, higher picks maybe, but this one here is too good to pass up because I you have you have to do it as as the offseason grows and grows and grows. Deshaun Watson's just going to become more and more impatient and actually want out, and it's going to ruin his trade value. You might get that right now. This is a great offer for Deshaun Watson. There's two first round picks or three first round picks, a second round pick, and to, and a potential guy to be your next your your bridge quarterback to who someone that you might be able to draft. Something I don't like though with the Teddy Bridgewater is his contract. It's not that big of a contract, but it's still money that will take up space on that Houston Texans roster. But like I said, I'm accepting this. That's a good offer, buddy. It's a good offer. The the thing is, there's not much for the Houston Rockets to play with here. I mean, like, sure, there's a contract issue here and there, but at the same time, you're going to be in contract issues with Deshaun Watson coming up in the near future if you don't let let him go anyways. With this with this deal, you do get a bridge quarterback, no pun intended. Uh, you can still draft a guy once you get some picks back if you need to see what's going on in the future, and you can start to make some moves and take care of the coming future with Nick Casario. Now, one thing I have heard about Nick Casario is – if he makes his mind up and says, I'm not trading Deshaun Watson, that might be what it is. And I know how how much Deshaun Watson, he's a good guy. You know, he's he he's kind of, I wouldn't say walked it back, but, you know, he's made comments about he needs to be a little more patient here and there. I disagree. But he's not the guy I don't think that would make a lot of noise in the season if he doesn't get traded unless things just go completely, completely off the rails. So it, I I think this offer that I made is too good to pass up, and there would have to be something like that for Nick Casario to immediately just let Deshaun go. And now I want to I want to preface something before we move on to our next player. With Deshaun Watson, I don't want to trade him. If I'm Houston, I'm not trying to trade him. I'm doing whatever right. I can to make him happy. Like I'm going out. I'm not hiring Josh McCown. I'm not hiring Jim Caldwell. I'm going out there and hiring Eric Bieniemy, the coach that Deshaun Watson actually wants. And I'm hoping that Eric Bieniemy reaches out to Deshaun Watson and says, Hey, I want to make this work. What do we have to do to make this work? I'm here now. I'm the coach. We're moving things forward. That is what I would, th that is my dream scenario for the Houston yeah. tech, but obviously they're, they have no intention of signing Eric Bieniemy because they're interviewing guys like Josh McCown. Exactly. That's, this that's is rough. this deserved. Yeah, exactly.
Get it together, Houston. Get it together, Josh. Josh McCown. Unbelievable. Hey, they're in the Jack division, though, so maybe they can actually just go. Like, oh, wow. I'm all, I'm solo. I'm on a solo here. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. So our next player will be Stephon Gilmore. He is with the New England Patriots. There has been talk. There's been a little bit of chatter that Stephon Gilmore is going to be out of New England. New England needs to start moving in a new direction. Similar to the Atlanta Similar to the Atlanta move with Julio Jones, a team that needs to start moving into the direction. And Stephon Gilmore is one of those guys that you can deal for a good amount of prospects or picks in the NFL to a team like I'd say I have no and this I have no idea who AJ is going to bring up here once he gets back, but I would trade him to a team like the Cleveland Browns. I think the Browns would be a very good destination for a Stephon Gilmore. I I don't want to ruin who AJ has, so I'm not going to say what I'll offer. But like I said, with the Baltimore thing with Julio Jones, you have to capitalize on your quarterbacks that are on these rookie deals. Cleveland was one or two plays away from beating the best team in the NFL, the Kansas City Chiefs, and going on to the AFC Championship. So if you go out and you get a guy like Stephon Gilmore as a rental while Baker Mayfield's contract is still on that rookie deal, go out and make that move. AJ, Stephon Gilmore, what are you offering? I am Bill Belichick. I am Robert Kraft. I am the Patriots. Who are you and what are you offering? First, let me say this. The Cleveland Browns was one of the teams I first thought about for this. Uh, However... Their secondary is about to get crowded again. Uh, don't get me wrong. Stephon Gilmore is an elite. He's one of the top cornerbacks in the league. But they're waiting on to see what Greedy Williams can do. He, he had an injury. He's young. He can stand next to Denzel Ward and help that secondary. Same thing with the safety, Grant Delpit. So I don't know if they're in the market for a cornerback right now. But, again, I mean, if, this, if the offer was right and they made something happen, I could see them doing it. I mean, bolstering up your secondary is not really going to hurt. But I did go a different route, uh, and one, just to have fun with it, and two, it, it could it could be a start for a team that needs some defensive help. So you ready? Yep. Oh, yeah. I'm buckled up. <sighs> hey there, Bill. It's Jerry over here at Jerry World. How goes it? Listen now, Bill, we go back like four flats on a Cadillac, so why don't we help each other out here and get a trade done for How step on? How is this not scripted? How is this not scripted? How do you not have any of this written down? First off, first off, first off, do me a favor. Never interrupt Jerry Jones when Jerry Jones is talking. Jerry Jones is at the top of the Jerry Jones world. And if you're going to interrupt Jerry Jones, you're going to be in for a world of hurt. Okay, then. All right, then. So, as I was saying, I want to go ahead and get us a deal done for Stephon Gilmore. That's a tough player you got there, and I think he belongs in a Cowboy jersey. So, let me tell you what I'm willing to do for you. I'm willing to give you a 2021 second-round pick and a 2022 second and third-round pick. What do you say? Can we get that done on some picks and get you some help? Oh, I'm waiting for you to give me a deal that I don't like. Oof. Well, hot damn. That is a good deal if I do say so myself. All right. Well, Mr. This, this, this comment is exactly what everyone's reaction should be to your Jerry Jones impersonation when you're offering. Oh, you, you've come to me in your time of need offering me. And yes, I am pretending that Bill Belichick and Robert Kraft are absolutely mobsters here. You come to me in your time of need offering for my best player on my team here. I accept. Of course I, accept you accept. I accept this deal, of course, because 
Stephon Gilmore is a rental at this point for either team. And New England has to start moving into a new direction with new players, a new crop of talent. I accept this. I obviously wish I could get a little bit more from you, but I know you're a cheap old coot from Texas. <laughs> And I know that you're not going to offer me any more than a pile of bacon and some corn and biscuits and grits or whatever you Southern folk eat. <laughs> I'm going to go eat my clam chowder with my, with my yeah. multiple draft picks that I've now acquired from you crazy Southern people from Dallas. Well, listen, there's more to it than that when it comes to Stefan Gilmore, because what what's going on is first off, he's on the other side of 30. Secondly, he's just coming off of an injury and third, when it comes to the Patriots, picks are all you need to offer because they're broke right now. It's not like they're doing anything in free agency. They have to build from the draft because they're broke. <laughs> we know yeah. this. That's why Cam Newton got a one-year deal for pennies on the dollar. So that's why there's no first-round pick for Stephon Gilmore. I don't think that's going to happen. They tried to do that on the deadline. No teams are biting. And that's a pretty that's pretty telling on what teams feel about Stephon Gilmore as good as he is and what's to come after. So. That's kind of where I was going on that. I get it. I get it. I get it. We got two more. We got to get into the mock draft. So we're going to go through one of these quick and then maybe the other one quick. This next one up here, we're going back to Houston. You have to call up the Houston Texans again. And this one is for J.J. Watt. Who are you and what are you sending to the Houston Texans for J.J. Watt? Hey, Nick, this is Brandon Bean of the Buffalo Bills. Why is I'm he calling me because I heard there may be some interest in moving J.J. Watt. Now, I know you need some help in the secondary, so this is what I'm going to do for you. For J.J. Watt, I'm going to offer you Josh Norman. I'm going to try to take a 2021 second-round pick and our 2022 first-round pick. Why don't we go ahead and get J.J. Watt to a contender? I mean, you again with the first-round picks, you're offering these up like it's just going out of style. That's a definite yes as well. Would you give me an offer I can deny? I want to say no deal. I want to actually. I honestly thought Josh Norman would be your no deal on this one. You said Josh Norman, but then you threw in the first round pick and J.J. Watt's not worth a first round pick anymore. No, he's not. J.J. Watt's not worth a first round pick anymore, man. At 31 years old, let me tell you, that was the first reason that I dropped back down. Because I, I first off, I did think J.J. Watt was a little bit older. And I know he has had his injuries, but this man still gets the job done up front. He had no help anywhere else. That was a big deal. You've seen, you've seen guys who were prolific lose a step and then get somewhere with another with more help and actually turn up. The only, the only reason why I'm okay with you giving up a first-round pick is the same exact reason I was okay with you giving up a first-round pick. Uh, what was it, for Baltimore, where it's going to be a later-round pick? Buffalo is going to be another team that's going to be drafting late in the first round, so it's going to be a pick where it's like, ah, okay, but Houston needs those picks. I'm obviously accepting it, but I do not think J.J. Watt – is worth his first round pick anymore just because of the fact that he's getting older. His he's not playing as much anymore because he's always hurt. Let me take going back into history here. The Jacksonville Jaguars traded Calais Campbell after Calais yeah. Campbell absolutely tore up the league, but his age came into a uh, uh, came into play. I believe the Jags, what the Jags had like a fifth round pick for, for Calais Campbell or a sixth round pick, something really, really absurd for Calais Campbell. So like that's one of the things and I want to let everyone know this. When you look at these trades and when you look at these guys on the market, first of all, the NFL is not like the NBA or the NHL or the MLB. 
trades don't happen that often. And the market is like, it's a tried and true market. Like it's literally like you have one domino falls and then it's like, literally it's going to be the same thing after that. There's guys like Jarrell Casey got a seventh round pick. That's when you would have seen the market for pass or older pass rushers was not there. Then you saw Calais Campbell, another guy traded for almost nothing. JJ Watt is going to fall under that same category where if you're offering a first round pick, I don't even care what else is attached to it. You can, you can attach a grenade to that. You can, you can attach, I don't know. You can attach the worst of the worst and I'm accepting it because the first round pick is too much. You've got a deal, sir. <laughs> Last one. Are you ready for this? Well, the bills are going to be, <laughs> the bills are going to be happy. The bills <laughs> of course, Super Bowl, a lot of it. Sometimes you got to sell out to, if they get JJ, I like JJ. I really do. He's a great guy. He's a great guy. He's a great player. Just he's not maybe not there yet anymore, or maybe not there anymore. Let's move to another New York team here, though. The New York Jets and Sam Darnold. I am the New York Jets. You are offering me a trade. I also have, keep in mind, I also have the second overall pick in a draft where there are multiple good quarterbacks behind Trevor Lawrence that I could take. Who are you and what are you offering? All right, then. Hey there, Joe. It's Ryan Pace with the Chicago Bears. Listen, we both made some mistakes in the draft at quarterback. Let's just tell it like it is. We both suck at this. But maybe we can rectify this problem. I have an offer for Sam Donald. You tell me what you think. I'll give you Mitch Trubisky, and we swap 2021 first-round picks, 2022 second-round picks. Are you good? Well, well, Chicago, you've done it. You have given me my first no deal of the day, okay? You have given me my first no deal deal of the evening i will not accept that offer because i don't think that you i I don't think that sam darnold should be traded i'm not i'm taking him off the block after hearing that atrocious atrocious offer that i don't appreciate you disrespected me i'm hanging up the phone no really though i'm not trading sam darnold i i put him on this list i just as soon as i put him on the list i was like man I don't know if there's anything in the world that I'd accept. I mean, obviously I'd accept a bunch of first round picks for him, but I'm not accepting anything less than multiple. What was your offer again? What was your, repeat your offer here. Repeat it. So basically uh, you get Mitch Trubisky. I get Sam Darnold. We're swapping our first round pick this year, which would be you get number eight. I now get number three. And then we'd be swapping 2022 second round picks. Yeah, that is that would that's just absurd. I'm not doing it's that. not absurd. I'm sorry, which Mitch Trubisky was traded up for and I'm was not, drafted second. Sam Darnold was traded up for drafted third, and they both are crap. Like <laughs> yeah, but that's what I'm saying. You trade crap for crap, and then I give you the better first round pick. Did I, I not say did I not pick? say in the phone call that we've made mistakes in the draft and we both suck at this? I'm Ryan Pace. I'm, to I'm just be doing fair, Joe Douglas has not made a mistake in the draft. Joe Douglas is brand new at this. Mm. 
Who did the Jets draft last year? Whoa, who was it? Who did draft? Who? who did the, oh, Makai Becton. Joe Douglas's yeah. first draft was yes. Makai Becton. So oh, I, I was attacking the organization. I am disrespected. I'm hanging up the phone. I'm sending out a tweet saying nobody trusts the Chicago Bears in Ever. a trade. Ever. At Ever. all. Get off the phone. When you see a, a Chicago area code calling you, don't answer. Send it to voicemail, then delete the voicemail. And don't <laughs> but no, I'm glad that we had Sam Darnold on this list. I really am. Because it kind of ties into our main event here. We are mocking. We are mocking today. You mm. lovely fans at home can mock with us mm. because, of course, we've got the 2020 Mock Draft Simulator. Boom, 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 boom. And, of course, the Mock Draft Simulation is sponsored by HalftimeSportsCollectibles.com. Go check them out for all your sports collectible needs. So the way AJ and I are doing this Mock Draft, I have all the odd numbers. That's one, three, five, seven. I can't go down the list because I'm not that smart. AJ has all the even numbers. I can do that a little bit better. It's two, four, six, eight, all of that above after that. It's great. AJ's the even teams. I'm the odd teams. We are going to be drafting technically against each other, but there's a catch. There's a catch. Trades are involved in this mock draft. I can't offer myself a trade, though. AJ can't offer himself a trade, but I can offer him a trade, and he can offer me a trade. And you, the beautiful viewers, listeners at home, you guys are allowed to throw in who you think we should be taking. You guys are in the war room with us. Help us out, okay? Help us out decide who should be picked. We're on the clock. I am on the clock here first with my beloved Jacksonville Jaguars. I am very happy that the way this draft laid itself out is I pick for the Jags. You pick for your Falcons. It works out great. There is no other obvious pick in this draft besides not Justin Fields at one overall, but at first overall, Trevor Lawrence of the Clemson Tigers to the Jacksonville. Oh, gee, oh wait, 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 wait. Were you going to offer me something? Were no, you not even a little bit? Oh, okay. No, as the Jets, my player is going to be there after you do what you do here. So we're good. Okay. Okay. So I obviously went with Trevor Lawrence. This is an obvious mm. pick here. There's no other, even with Urban Meyer, there's obviously going to be the speculation of Justin Fields here because Urban Meyer's ties to Ohio State. But this is just the obvious choice. Trevor Lawrence is the best player in this draft. Trevor Lawrence, you have been selected by the Jacksonville Jaguars. AJ Johnson, you are up next with the New York Jets. You're on the clock. So this is really fun because sitting here at number two, the entire world has an idea of what should happen here. But as you just said it, said it, <laughs> you just said you wouldn't trade um, Sam Darnold. I agree. I wouldn't trade Sam Darnold right now. I, I have always believed for the most part, it had a lot to do with Adam Gaze and the pieces around Sam Darnold. I don't think it's out of him yet. So drafting a QB here, makes for a world of trouble in New York and you're just resetting being a horrible and badly run organization. You didn't just bring Robert Salah in to do that. So the first step that I would make is getting me some more protection for Sam Darnold. So we're going to go ahead with number two and I am going to take Panay Sewell. Yep. Yep. Number you got two. that one right. 
Yeah. Remember, guys, I draft. You... I mock draft after the Super Bowl, so I'm going. This is technically my first mock draft. I'm going in raw, but I'm excited. I like that pick. That that would be. I've done a few mocks already, and I have every time the Jets going with Panay Sewell. I I had one draft where I picked uh, Devontae Smith, but that was just I wouldn't I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. If I'm the Jets, I'm getting protection for Sam Darnold with his first pick. This is the second best player in the draft, in my opinion. You go get your protection for Sam Darnold, and then maybe later on we'll see who they take. The Miami Dolphins are now on the clock, and I will let you know that I am willing to trade down if you can pick any of your even number teams that wants to trade up here. I was thinking about it. I was thinking about it. However... Mm. Mm. I don't think I am. I think no. I'll let you have this one. You think you're gonna okay, all right, all right. And then fans, right fans at home, if you have a pick for the Miami Dolphins here, let me know because I am torn here. There is a lot of great players on this list. I can go with the 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 Bama bias here and go Devontae Smith. He's on my list of players to pick for the Miami Dolphins. Uh, there's an argument for Jamar Chase as well. Micah Parsons is also there. There's a lot of good picks for him, but I think I'm going to have to stay home here and select Devontae Smith from the Alabama mm. Crimson Tide to the Miami Dolphins. Go get Tua a weapon, and not only get Tua a weapon, but also get him a guy that Tua is familiar with, okay? The familiarities, the Bama connections there. You add another weapon. You now have Devontae Parker. You have Devontae Smith. You got the Devontae to Devontae connection here. There is no better pick for the Miami Dolphins at three than Devontae Smith. Any thoughts? Any thoughts, concerns? I know you haven't done – you haven't really mocked yet. Are you uh, Are you okay with this? Or would you so take my question days? here for you is are you bringing in Devontae to be the number one or nope. is he sitting behind Parker? He's sitting I, – I think it's a 1A, 1B type of situation here. I think Devontae Parker and Devontae Smith are both going to be guys. I – the, the biggest concern for me here and the reason why I would take Jamar Chase over Devontae Smith, the only reason I'd consider taking Jamar Chase over Devontae Smith is the size of Devontae Smith. You already have injury concerns with Devontae Parker. You don't want to add another receiver that's going to be a risk factor when it comes to getting injured. So I can see Jamar Chase going here to the Miami Dolphins because of that sheer fact. But I think Devontae Smith is a better receiver then Jamar Chase, so I go with the better receiver to the Miami Dolphins. Okay. okay. You are now on the clock, sir, with your beloved Atlanta Falcons. What do you got? Mm. So this right here is a little daunting because there's so many questions with the new front office, the new head coach, which direction do we want to move in? Uh so for this, I'm saying I'm a, I'm a, I'm assuming we haven't done any trades. The rosters are as is. Yep. I yep. still have Matt Ryan. I still have Julio Jones. That would be correct, unless you are wanting to trade them in this draft for some reason. Did you have something you wanted to offer with one of your odd teams? Uh, you know, I'm looking. I'm looking up and down the the list here. Oh, I guess I have the benefit. The I can benefit from this, and I can look down up and down the lineup here. You cannot. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, ah, man, 
Carolina here. Oh, you have Carolina, so I don't even have them. Yeah. Uh, uh, oof. You're not looking like you want to do it. No, I'm not going to do it. I'm not offering Good. you. You can stick with it. Atlanta Falcons are on the clock. So this is one of those things for me where some people may agree, may think this is early. Um, I think it's exactly a need here, first off. And I'm going to grab another lockdown corner, and I'm getting Patrick Sertan off the board. The defense of the Atlanta Falcons has tried to invest in their secondary year after year, and they can't – either they don't hit – or the guys don't stay healthy. AJ Terrell is the question still out. Uh, we believe he can still be good. Patrick Sertan, we know, is still good. And if AJ Terrell rounds it out to anything he can be, putting him on the other side of a Patrick Sertan uh, with the Deion Jones and a Foya Luquan in the back, that's something that I'm interested in and I can't move. So I disagree. I disagree that Sertan doesn't go that high. He's been talked about going down this low. I was- I was about to ask that if you're Atlanta here and you know that Sertan is your guy, are you trying to trade back? Cause you didn't mention, cause that's a part of this game here. You can mention if you're really willing to trade back, you can obviously bring it up. You did not in this case, are you considering trading back if Sertan is your guy? I mean, it's a possibility. Like if you get the right offer, I mean, if you get the right offer, you move back for sure. But are you seeking, are you seeking an offer for Patrick Sertan? How far back would you be willing to move? I mean, like, where do you see Sertan going? So let's take a look back at with a draft board here. And, and I think and, he's at 14, 15. So he, he would be on, according to the Pro Football Network, which I, I don't really trust their, their rankings that much, especially this early on. If you look at, I'm looking at this because of, of team needs here, and I'm looking far back enough to where I'm saying, okay, I can move far back enough and not risk losing a guy like Patrick Sertan, I would only move back to eight. If I'm, if I am Atlanta, I'm not moving. Uh, I'm not moving any farther back than eight because I could see Denver taking it. I can see Detroit taking him though. I can see Detroit. I can, but I, I can't, I can't see Detroit taking, taking him though. You think they're going quarterback right there? No, I, I, I don't. And I am on the, I will be on the clock for my okay. pick. And That's I will fair. say I'm not considering taking a corner or a quarterback there. But yeah. around this range of, of seven through ten, I let's say seven through ten. Yeah, you, you definitely you can't go past the Cowboys because the Cowboys. Exactly. That's, that's what I was going to say, and Aaron said that as well. And, Okuda and, and, did just go to 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 Detroit, but exactly. it has not panned out, and they still need help. That defense needs help every which way, and if you can lock down the secondary and give your low front time to get to the quarterback, that's something they're going to need. What about so, Bailey's comment here? What about Atlanta needing pass rush? What about that? That I think that's something they kind of move towards in in the later parts of the draft. I mean, you I know Dante Fowler was not impressive. Don't get me wrong, but he's still young enough to become somebody to have an impact in a season when there's other pieces around him. I think with the Atlanta defense, everybody just tried to take on too much because there was so much help needed in so many other places. So as well as they need a pass rush, I think if you have a Deion Jones and a Foya Luquan holding that middle down, the pass rush will get there, especially if you have a secondary that cannot give you places to throw the ball. If you're locking down receivers in the secondary, in the second and third levels, that gives you extra time to get to the quarterback. 
I am okay with this pick. It, I, it, I understand the moving back, and because I missed of, that rule, that might have been something I did. You got a lot cool. of heat from everybody here, by the That's way. That's fun. I I like, it's I also like a it. homer pick. Like, imagine if I had your team and I picked Justin Fields. What was the first yeah. thing you'd say? Exactly. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. And and that I like that pick too because you know you know the Falcons better than I, better than anyway. You're a Falcons oh, fan, so right. <laughs> so that's so you know you've watched this team, you study this team more than anyone here. So I I accept that one there. I'm on the clock now with the Cincinnati Bengals, and this one here sucks because Panay Sewell is the guy who I wanted, and I knew in my head you were on board with me with the whole keeping Sam Darnold thing. And I knew at that point, Panay is probably going to be the guy that goes. I considered trading up here with the Cincinnati Bagels going up for Panay Sewell. Oh man, this one is a tough Bailey says, go with Rashawn Slater. I don't know if I can go with him that high. I mean, there's a lot of other needs for this Cincinnati Bengals team. Would you be willing to trade any of your picks up here for to move up for, to the five? It's, <laughs> get Bailey's comment off there. I need to see the board. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. might be bad. Might be bad. That's yeah, all good. <laughs> you would think you would think you would have pulled you you would think you would have uh, pulled the draft board up on your uh, research notes there, buddy. I- I thought I did too, and now I can't find it. And you're asking these questions, so I'm sitting here again. It's my first, my first mock, and I'm looking, you know, at places of where they can jump up. But I don't see. I mean, Dallas doesn't need to jump to five. I mean, at this point, you're looking at somebody. Yeah, yeah it's tough. Minnesota might jump to five and grab, but if the cornerback they want is gone. See, the, you know, Minnesota my, needs defense. Right here is the team that I'm looking at to possibly trade up. It's the San Francisco 49ers. With the concerns of Jimmy G not being the guy and no one taking Justin Fields off the board, in my latest mock that I'll I should post one of these days, in my latest mock, I have San Francisco trading up with Cincinnati for Justin Fields. Like I have that's actually my move here for that. But you obviously own that San Francisco. It's not a bad idea. Like, so when you were moving around, I looked at the Dallas Cowboys and then I jumped straight to uh, uh, the Minnesota Vikings. Just kind of ran right over that. Uh, when I looked at San Francisco I, right now in my head, San Francisco is embodying defense, which they don't need much help on. So that's kind of why I skipped over them. Um, I like that idea, but for draft sake, I'm going to make you pick someone at five. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. So I'm the Cincinnati Bengals here. Uh, Aaron brings up a good point. William Jackson is a free agent. That defense is hurting here. Uh, That one's a tough one. No, Mm. actually, I don't think it's tough anymore. I don't think it's tough. As I look at the draft board, it's right here. But you, you make your star quarterback happy. You make your star qu- – were you going to take them with the Philly pick? Were you going to take Jamar Chase with the Philly pick? Good. I'm happy I I'm happy I stole your pick here. This is this is the competition I wanted here because even though it's fun in games Friday, we, we decided to mock, and but we wanted to make it a competition. Here's the competition. I am taking Jamar Chase with the fifth overall pick to the Cincinnati Bengals. This is a pick here. I don't think A.J. Green returns. 
They have Tyler Boyd there. They have T Higgins. I think that they add Jamar Chase here to really give them a big time playmaker on that offense. You give Joe Burrow his guy here. You give Joe Burrow his guy. I get it. I get it. They took they took Higgins. They have Boyd. I get it. My my question was going to be how far is the next lineman? Because I don't care how many receivers you have if you can't get the ball to him. I mean, Joe Burrow needs protection. <laughs> Just tore his ACL and his MCL. I mean, he needs a defense to allow him to sit on the sidelines and get fresh and be able to move in the pocket and do things of that nature. Well, maybe I'll trade. I mean, they have a very high second round pick. I mean, maybe I'll trade. Maybe I'll trade back in if I see one of these O linemen fall. But I, I mean, I, I'm going with it. There's no restarting. It's an early draft here. Yeah. Jamar Chase, fifth overall, Cincinnati Bengals. Ha! Mm. I apologize for nothing. AJ, you hey. sir, are on the clock with the Philadelphia Eagles. Man, so I had it set where I was ready to look and see what they. I, 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 I think. The Sixers want themselves a wide receiver. You are stuck on basketball. This is the second time I'm calling you. I wasn't going to call you out before. This is the second time you have referred to an NFL team by their NBA affiliate, their NBA city uh, team. Did I just call them the Sixers? You did call them the Sixers, and earlier you referred to Deshaun Watson's Houston Texans as Deshaun Watson's Houston Rockets. No, I did not. Did I swear to God? We'll check the tape. <laughs> We'll check the tape. I wasn't going to say anything there. I was going to bring it up after we recorded, but went with the 76ers for the Eagles, and I cannot let it go. Well, listen, maybe they these guys just are ready to, I don't know, switch switch uh, sports. If you play <laughs> for the Eagles and your wide receiver, you might be looking to go play some ball with your height because they can't get anybody the ball there. I mean, you're talking about a, a receiver that didn't – they didn't have a receiver that hit 500 yards the season before. They didn't have a receiver hit 600 yards this season. Like, they need help. Alshon Jeffrey is a shell of himself after that injury. They did just get Jalen Rager. I understand that. But, I mean, with Jalen Hurts, he's the type of guy that needs these, these playmakers around them. And I really wish he wouldn't have taken Jamar Chase because it makes his job <laughs> – so much harder now. There it is. That's what I want. I want this job. Jalen Waddle's there. You trading back? Yeah, I know, but I have because I know Jalen Waddle's great, but not having the tape on him this season does a lot of issues for me personally. Yeah, yeah. Is there anybody that you would trade up with here? Uh this might this might sound stupid. I would. It, knowing what Philly needs and knowing what Detroit needs, I would be as a Detroit Lions, as management for the Detroit Lions, I would be very concerned about Detroit taking a wide receiver because that's who I would like to pick for the Detroit Lions. And I know we just we wide talked receiver. About, we talked we talked about these teams being the same as what they are now, but Kenny Galladay is a free agent. Marvin yeah. Jones is a free agent. They, they, their wide receiving core is absolutely depleted if they if they end up not re-signing either one of those guys. So a Jalen Waddle to the Detroit Lions would be my next pick if I were to do that, and I would trade up with you for them, but I'm not trading up one spot for that. Right. The Lions have other needs, and I would not uh I would not I would I would not want to do that. So okay, scroll me down on this player board. Buddy, you you are the worst. I don't have this. You have this. <laughs> I guess we oh, it hurts so bad. All right. So go go ahead and 
Wow. Mm, 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 mm. That's too low. I'm not going that low. Come on, man. Okay. 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 Go 20. We'll stop at 20. You know, here is a good spot. And this, again, this is, you know, the first one. (laughs) This is the first mock I've done all season. I know who you're This is a good spot. If I, I, the jury for me as a Philadelphia GM right now, for me, is not out on Waddle as good as it is. I will take my chances in the second round, or maybe there's a trade to happen later. So I will take Rashawn Slater here and get whatever QB I have some protection up front. And we'll figure the rest out. I mean, you, you, we don't know what's to come of Jalen of Jalen Rager. Dallas Goddard has shown that he's going to be a great weapon for a QB. Maybe Zach Ertz, if they don't let him go or trade him, he comes back to his form. So I'm gonna get some protection and see if we can still make it with the weapons we have right now until the second round. You you scared me. I thought you were gonna take someone else. So, whew, whew. okay. Are you gonna tell me who that is? Or are you picking oh, them soon? No, I I'm not picking him anytime soon. I'm just I just. Yeah. You yeah. just, you just, I just, uh, okay. <laughs> I'm on the clock. And I, like I said, I am taking Jalen Waddle here at the seventh overall pick for the Detroit lions. Like I said, even if, even if they do decide to bring back one of the two of Marvin Jones and Kenny Galladay, Jalen Waddle is too good to pass up. I think he's going to have a great pre-draft workouts, everything like that. He's going to show that his ankle is not a problem. He's going to come back. He's going to come back strong. And I think you cannot pass up on a playmaker here. You don't. You miss out on Jamar Chase. You miss out on Devontae Smith. You get the third best wide receiver here, and you go with Jalen Waddle. Easy. Mm. I'm sorry. I'm. So, I know that this is you. You probably want some more time to to prepare for your nope. next pick. But Jalen Waddle is the easy pick here. You are now on the clock with the Carolina Panthers or the Carol the Charlotte Hornets, if you want to call them that. Which <laughs> what do. did you know in NBA teams? I'm so proud of you. <laughs> I almost call them the I almost call them the Carolina Hurricanes, but that is hockey. Oh, and by the way, remember how I was saying the Rangers were losing one nothing during our show? They ended up scoring not one, not two. But three goals to take a three to one lead. Mm. Who are they playing? The Pittsburgh Penguins. It doesn't matter who they're playing. Get this is football here. talk, baby. Get out of here. You are on the clock. Carolina Panthers at eight. Do you want to see the board? Do you want to see anything else? Um, I'm good right here. Okay. Okay. Um, so okay. I'm actually so everyone's gonna be mad at me for what I'm about to say in a weird way. So not only do I love my Atlanta Falcons, I'm also a division homer. Um, Carolina's another one of the teams that I really enjoy. I'm from Florida, so you know, I gotta have some love for the Bucks. The Saints are fourth. I respect Drew Brees and they have a great offense, but whatever, screw them. Wow. I don't, I don't, wow. I don't Saints. <laughs> wow. So, but this is another tricky one for me because we're talking about them having the the rosters they have right now, which is the reason that I don't take Justin Fields. You also otherwise. You also need to look at their free, like consider if you can remember off the top of your head, what the free agents are looking like and things like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. But for mock draft sake, <laughs> <laughs> for early mock draft, I think, I, I mean, I honestly, I could see them doing something crazy. Like it. Cause let's say the draft goes somewhat like we just went here. Right. Justin Fields wouldn't go any higher than this right now. No. I mean, no other team is really look for that unless Unless somehow the Lions get rid of Matt Stafford and don't get a quarterback any other direction. Um, but 
assuming we have who we have now. This is crazy. <laughs> Are you panicking? We a have, little bit. A we, little have, bit. we have some recommendations. Chat. I let understand. Us, they need a cornerback. Let AJ know who you think that the Carolina Panthers yeah. should take. At they the need a cornerback. They need an edge rusher. They need a, I they, think they would do good. They need a tight end. I think they do good to get a, a quarterback here because it doesn't seem right now that Teddy Bridgewater is panning out. And I know Matt Rule wants to do some different things. If Joe Brady doesn't take a head coaching job somewhere and stays, that offense likes to be prolific. Mm. If I were, can I, can I offer my two cents here? Sure. And I'll tell you what I was going to do right after that. I would take Justin Fields here. If I'm the Carolina Panthers, I take Justin Fields here. We were talking earlier about, Houston and them being able to trade for Deshaun Watson, giving up first round picks and Teddy Bridgewater coming in to be that bridge quarterback. No pun intended. Again, Teddy coming in, being that bridge quarterback to whoever is drafted here. I think you draft a guy like Justin Fields, not a similar style of play to Teddy Bridgewater, but that college style of play transitions well with what Matt rule is bringing to this offense here. You got weapons in Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore, Christian McCaffrey is going to be able to be a great, great help to, to Justin Fields. I think Justin Fields is the pick here. So that's actually right before you said, can I give you some thought process? I was going to say, you know what? I will still take the quarterback here. I, because I'll say this, part of us, part of my head watching this was kind of in a fantasy draft. I'm like, I don't need a quarterback. I already have a quarterback. <laughs> but that's you don't draft case. quarterbacks that high in a fantasy draft? Well, I mean, when it's two people, I, I could. But, but no, so I would go Justin Fields here. Um, I think that, I think Teddy Bridgewater would be on his way out if it's not preseason or by the end of the season. And Justin Fields would be the guy. So I was, I mean, I was looking at Caleb Farley. I was looking at Kyle Pitts as well. Um, but I, I, I will. You can go ahead and slide to Justin Fields gotcha. to be number eight. Perfect. Justin Fields to the Carolina Panthers, and now the Denver Broncos are on the clock here. And I, of course, am the Denver Broncos. Oh, I think this is. I think this is another easy pick. To be honest, I think this is another very, very easy pick. Von Miller is getting older. That D line needs a little bit more help in terms of the pass rushing ability. I think Micah Parsons is a steal. I think my I think Micah Parsons at nine is a steal for the Denver Broncos. And I would be going with Micah Parsons. You're on the clock, 10th overall, Dallas Cowboys. You're up. Dallas Cowboys. So believe it or not. Believe it looking, or not. I was looking at, at Micah Parsons. <laughs> um, but since you took him. I am going to go back up to the top and I'm going to select Caleb Farley uh, because the Dallas quarter, you, you want to talk hockey, don't you? I don't. I don't. I have a question for you after you're done. Okay. Uh, as we saw what the Dallas Cowboys put on display on the defensive side of the ball was absolutely atrocious. And it's funny enough because we thought they had a good defense. Their name sure enough sounded like it, but they did not perform at all so they really they did i mean you think about jalen smith and sean lee and i mean vander Esch did his thing and whatnot you think i mean yeah. no like they had so many players that defensive players that people were excited about and they just didn't show up so uh i'll keep it short caleb farley um uh, bring you got quarterback now and caleb farley as your guys as your lockdown cor your corner 
your cornerstones, I guess you should say, for the cornerback position. I want to ask the chat this. We've got a few people still here in the chat skis. And a lot of people are talking about how Fields, how Justin Fields is not going to be there for the Carolina Panthers pick at eight. And you look up and down, you look from one through seven, Trevor Lawrence is the obvious number one pick. This would be assuming that the Jets might take him or Atlanta or trade. maybe Detroit or a trade. Someone trades up. Let us know in the chat. You guys are all hot on Justin Fields. Let's let's hear your destinations for Justin Fields as we move on to the 11th pick real quick to go back through one through 10. Trevor Lawrence, the Jags. Panay Sewell to the Jets, Devontae Smith to the Dolphins, Patrick Sertan to the Falcons, Jamar Chase to the Bengals, <laughs> John Slater to, I guess we could, we should probably flip that. Maybe that'll end up getting flipped one of these days. Uh, Jamar Chase to the Bengals, Rashawn Slater to the Eagles, Jalen Waddell to the uh, Detroit Lions, Justin Fields to the Panthers, Micah Parsons to the Broncos, and the last pick was Caleb Farley to the Dallas Cowboys. So I will say, I mean, we we both believe people are going to move up for a QB uh, in one of those spots. I I understand that um, Justin Fields will more than likely be gone by there. I, I I still don't agree with the thought process of him going to the Jets. I don't believe. I think the the move has to be big for that to happen. I I think that the Jets organization is kind of where you and I are, and they're not out on Sam Darnold. They were out on Adam Gates. That. I think Adam, I think Sam Darnold has to show that he is who he is with the, with a new regime. If he's the same QB next season, best believe they'll be trying to make a splash move in free agency or for trades. But I think they give him a shot. It's a number three overall pick. You had to invest something in it. It's, it's not Jared Goff. You know, it's yeah. not clear that he was trash. <laughs> and let, let's remember here, folks, not many teams are willing to just admit failure at the quarterback position when you invest high. Josh Rosen is a rare case here. Josh, he also here. wasn't a – I mean, up here, he, he he wasn't a team guy, really. He was yeah. very talky. There, and... there are a lot more factors that went into Josh Rosen not being the guy other than what his play was on the field. Teams do not like admitting failure on these highly invested quarterbacks. So let's really kind of take it back a notch with the New York Jets going Justin Fields or going a lot and a lot not to not to pass over this guy, Zach Wilson. A lot of people are high on Zach Wilson. I'm obviously going to do a little bit more uh, scouting on Zach Wilson yeah. and see what this hype is about. But there's a lot of people really hyped on Zach Wilson saying that he's going to be the guy that the Jets go. Uh, go with that two overall, but let's stay in New Jersey in the metropolitan area. I am the Giants here with the 11th overall pick. I'm going to make this short and sweet. I think that they, I think that they end up keeping Leonard Williams. I think they end up doing whatever it takes to keep Leonard Williams on the roster. I think they need help at the linebacker position. I'm not even going to try and pronounce this guy's name. Jeremiah Owosu Koram. I can't pronounce the last name. <laughs> Jeremiah Owosu Koromoa. Dylan, if you're in the chat, let us know how to pronounce that if I pronounced it wrong. But that, that is that, who I'm going with. That sounded sound right. right. Yeah, sounded there you go. Right. All, right. All right. That's who I'm going with at the linebacker position. That's where the Giants need the most, in my opinion. I know offensive line might also be up there. Wide receiver help might also be up there. But this, this here, the linebacker position, let's get that defense. Joe Judge, I think he's going to. Go defense heavy in this draft, to be honest. I think he's going to go some playmakers on the defensive side of the ball. Boom. 11th pick right there. You're on the clock. San Francisco 49ers. This is an interesting one. It is. 
because there's a couple different things I want to do here. Um, oof. Protection's another thing they can use. I So riddle me this. Riddle me this. It's been it's been spoken about that San Francisco is interested in trading for Deshaun Watson. Okay. Okay. It's been it's been spoken of that they're not that sold on Jimmy Garoppolo and what he actually brings to the table. Correct. Is there a chance where they don't figure it out with Jimmy G, bring in the QB that they want in the draft, and possibly move on from him next season? So what you're asking for here is for me to switch this pick with the Houston Texans and you're offering the Houston Texans. Let's, how about this? How about this? Is that what you're asking for? Is that, is that what you want? Since you are asking for that trade, I'm not going to be the judge. I'm not going to be the judge on this. The chat will be the judge. Okay. You are the Houston Texans, AJ, and you are trying to trade Deshaun Watson for this pick at 12th overall. The chat, you will Plus be much more. Of course, of course. <laughs> Chat, you will be the San Francisco 49ers. Listen to what AJ says as the trade offer and let us know if you're going to accept it. Well, first off, this is also why I asked that question because I thought that's a great idea for them because what I was getting at a little bit was if they can't get Deshaun Watson, it's clear they want a guy who's more mobile so they can do a couple more things with that speedy backfield and Raheem Mostert uh, and getting – George Kittle open in a, in, in Travis Kelsey type of ways. So that was the other thing that I was saying. I think that's a great idea uh, from Bailey there. But so I think what I had was the Deshaun Watson for this pick, uh, the 2021 second round pick, if they have it, and the 2022 and 23 first round pick is what I would be willing to give up. And to be clear, yeah, so 2021 first round pick, second round pick, a 2022 first round pick, and a 2023 first round pick. You put it too. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. Yeah, okay. All right, chat, let us know. AJ, remind the chat one more time. Who you got? Who are you offering? San Francisco 49ers are off, want to get Deshaun Watson. They will give you Jimmy G, first round pick this year, Second round pick this year, 2022 and 23 first round pick. Aaron says no. Aaron says no. Says yes. Oh no. (laughs) Oh no. Oh, oh well, yeah, that was Aaron again. He he's aggressive. Why? For Deshaun Watson, why not? I mean you take Jimmy G doesn't mean you don't go in on this as well. Like, because let's let's be honest, it, it may not even be that the Houston Texans want Jimmy G it's that they want this pick. And if they have to take Jimmy G to get it and then find a way to offload him, much like Brock Osweiler, that that's, that's a thought process. So. So, okay. All right. I'm doing it. Keep that up? I'm going I'm to be the judge and jury here. The, disregard what has been on there, by the way. So okay. now the Houston Texans own the 12th pick in the draft. I was the judge here. I decided, okay, it was a tie. I bring down the hammer just to spice things up. Now the Houston Texans have traded Deshaun Watson. You heard it here first to the San Francisco 49ers. And now Houston owns the 12th overall pick in the draft. AJ, you are on the clock with the Texans at 12. I feel like I know where you're going, but we I do. Will- I, I, 
I think I do the same thing that I would have done if I was a 49ers and I'm still going to, I don't need, I, I would be wanting to move off of Garoppolo and I would still draft uh, Trey, Trey Lance here. So this is your bridge quarter. So, so, uh, Oh, there we go. Got to resume the draft here. Wait for the things to pop up and you draft Trey Lance over Zach Wilson. I feel like there's going to be some fans are not happy with the fact that uh, Zach Wilson is being passed over here, but you take Trey Lance. There's a lot of hype around that guy, man. There's a lot of hype around him. Okay. I, I, yeah. I'm okay with it. I, I'm okay with it. Jimmy G, the bridge quarter, excuse me, the bridge quarterback for Trey Lance, 12th overall pick 13. I am on the clock with the Los Angeles chargers. J- oh man. Justin Herbert, Justin Herbert, man. This is the Chargers are going to be a fun team to watch. Bailey over here brought up who I'm going to end up taking for the Los Angeles Chargers, but he brought it up for the Houston Texans. Pick. I will be taking it at the Los Angeles Chargers pick. I am taking Christian Darisau. You get protection for your weapon, similar to probably what Cincinnati should have done in a fifth overall, but I have him take Jamar Chase instead. The Los Angeles Chargers select Christian Darisau with a 13th overall pick. You are now on the clock. 14th pick, Minnesota Vikings. So, this is uh you brought up that. I, oh, sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. Sure. I am offering a trade. Oh. I am actually offering you a trade here. Okay. I am the Jacksonville Jaguars. You are the Minnesota Vikings. And I am offering you, sir. I'm trying to trade up. Well, where'd it go? Why did it stop doing that? I'm the Jags. And boom. You are the Vikings, wherever they are. The right. There you go. Boom. I'm the Jags. You're the Vikings here. I am asking to trade up with you. I am offering the 25th in the pick in the draft. I am offering the 45th pick in the draft, which is the second round still. I am offering next year's second round pick for 14th overall. Do you accept, sir? Do I accept? So, and if not, I'm willing to negotiate this no matter what until I get what I want. Until you get what you want. Yes. What are you looking for here, sir? You got your quarterback. Is there an edge rusher or a cornerback that you see that you really need? Well, I mean, we'll see. if you accept it, I will go on with what I want to do with the Jacksonville Jaguars. But I am the Jags. I am picking at 25th overall. Yeah. That is my pick that I own. I am offering you that. My second second round pick and my second round pick for next year for overall. (laughs) Mm. Do you want me to look at the board here? Do you want me to go back to the board? Well, I know what I want to do there. If I'm at this point, based on what our draft, our draft board looks like, I know what I would do at 14 for that team. And it's funny because I'm sitting here like I'm invested in the Minnesota Vikings. (laughs) What they really do. But I'm sitting here like if I trade this pick, you know, where I have to sit now and with the team and the pieces I have, I don't know if I'm that happy. As a Minnesota Vikings, I'm sitting here thinking about how do I move on from Kirk Cousins next season? You know, I'm thinking about all the all the defensive pieces, all the cornerbacks that exited my my team last season. You know, there's a lot of help needed. And if I'm the Vikings who are fresh off the two back-to-back playoff runs, 
with a Dalvin Cook, I don't know if I'm ready to, you know, give it in. I'm still looking to make something happen. So how would you sweeten this pot for me? If I, I play hard down here, what else are you I, willing to give me? I will sweeten this pot by changing my second round pick to the first overall, the first pick in the second round for that. And I will also throw in a late round pick, 123 overall, which would be what, the four, third round? Fourth. Fourth, fourth round, fourth round. So a first, my first pick in the second round and a fourth rounder. And I will also keep, I will lower that to a fourth. Mm. Uh, I'll bring that up to a third. Mm. Mm. Will you take away 123 and give me your 2022 first pick? My 2022 first round pick? Yes. No. No, I will not. I will go as high as 99, and I'll do a third. <laughs> Let's look at this chat here. Let's see how they're buzzing on this. That would be – so everyone in the chat here, you can weigh in and help AJ out here. I am offering my – I'm offering 25th overall, which is in the first round, of course. I'm offering the first pick in the second round, and I'm offering the first pick in the third round as well. I'm also adding the third – round pick for next year for the 14th overall pick you can see it here on the screen this is what i'm offering aj this is what i want that's back a that's a haul and then what i do at 60 oh i think i know what you're gonna do though do you do you i, I, I did mm. i would i would have okay so in the in, in the in the fairness of this game i would still own the jaguars pick and you would still own the vikings pick in this draft so I would end up picking yes. I would end up picking at 14, 14 and, and 15. Yes. And this is as far as I'll go. I'm not giving up any more than this. That's fine. Um, that needs to be the Jags need to be you know what? Let me put it this way. We're yeah. going to do this again and I will be way more mocked up by then. So for the purposes of seeing your beautiful mind here, I'll accept this trade. Trade has been accepted. There it is. Now the Jacksonville Jaguars have moved up. The final the final thing was a first-round pick, our first pick in the second round, first pick in the third round, and our third for next year for the Jacksonville Jaguars to trade up for 14th overall. Bailey in the chat might know what I'm going here, and I was oh, going to mention everyone that. said okay. Yay. <laughs> yeah, everyone. Oh, there. Oh, wait, wait. I lost the screen. Oh, my God. Okay, so Bailey, like I said, might know where I'm going here with this pick. And I've told him, and I've been a firm believer that the Jacksonville Jaguars have to do whatever it takes to trade up and draft. I knew it. I knew it. The Florida Gators. I'm not a big Gator fan. I don't like drafting Gators. But this kid is a special talent. Urban Meyer knows knows the Gators very well. I'm sure he will have very close connections to figuring out if Kyle Pitts is the real deal or not. I think they need to add another playmaker to this offense. This is going to be a safety net pick for the Jags and Trevor Lawrence. Oh, imagine, imagine it being Trevor Lawrence throwing to Kyle Pitts. Oh, I would love for, why you got to ruin my dreams, Aaron? Why you got to ruin my dreams, man? (laughs) It could really happen, man. And I'm hoping it does. Kyle Pitts, 14th overall to the Jacksonville Jaguars. I am on the clock once again, though. With the New England Patriots, I, of course, being the New England Patriots, I am always willing to trade down if you are interested 
in. Yeah. So, um, mm. if you want to move that Minnesota yeah, Vikings, that's exactly back. what I want to do. So Are we'll you bring really? that back up. Yeah. Cause I know what the Patriots would do here. <laughs> they would trade back. Of course, this is in, 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 in terms of realness, uh, uh, realism of the draft, the Patriots have to trade back. Right. Mm-hmm. So where are you? Uh, well, you want the Vikings? You want to trade yeah. the? You want to use the Vikings? Yeah. And what are you offering the New England Patriots? All right. So uh, you can take the thirty. You want the t- yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, were you not planning on using that? No, nah, it's gonna need to be the twenty-five. Yeah. So twenty-five, seventy-eight, and I will do Minnesota's third for twenty twenty-two. Got it. I will accept that just because it's easy enough that, I mean, the Patriots just trade back. That's just what they do. Mm-hmm. You are back on the clock now. You Patrol. declined it. What a dude. Uh, I didn't, I didn't like a Patriot. The computer. And so basically I have to, I have to basically trade rate myself here mm. to get this trade to actually happen. Because <laughs> this, the way the system works in this, it's like, it is, it's just unbelievable. Oh man. Mm. Let's, yeah, let's trade that. Let's trade that. Let's trade that. Okay, here we go. <laughs> yeah, we're hey, never going to do it in this. It's like, it's a, what? Are you kidding me? See, this is what I'm talking about. What? This is absurd. Oh, no. What'd you do? Oh, man. Did you like, did you <laughs> get out of the draft? Oh, uh, nah, I still got to be there. It loves you. I'll you be really mad. If I, if I hit the back button, you think it'll be there? I do think it'll be there because it's just going to be perfect nope. and everything's going to work out the way we need it. <laughs> Everything is gone, and uh, we're going to we're going to apologize for what we're going to have to do let's here. Just start, let's just start from from fifteen. But we have to. We I have to. I'm just going to actually pick what we did because I remember everything we did real quick. Oh uh, man, <laughs> this is great audio. I guess this would be a good time to shout out our sponsor, Halftime Sports Collectibles. Uh, should I change this into yeah. a bank? <laughs> so straight up, I uh, the Patriots would do this, but yeah. this is what I was going to do with the Vikings as well. Uh, I, I do believe they want to move on from uh, from Kirk Cousins. You know that first guaranteed contract, eighty four mil, and while they've had some decent years, it wasn't because of Kirk Cousins. He wasn't enough to get them over the hump, and they need to start thinking about what they can do on the other side uh, of the Kirk Cousins contract. And it only speaks to reason that they try it out with the rookie deal as they start to get that defense back to where they need to put it. So that is the only reason I was going to trade that. And like you said, the pages do trade back. So I am still getting this thing here real quick. I'm at the I'm at the Giants pick. Who did you take with the Giants? Oh, I pick I picked that for the Giants. Yeah, and you that picked was, the Giants, and you I was the roast guy. And then yeah, we had, yeah, thought he was going to go defense all the way. Yeah, if you yeah, haven't yet, so. Also, I can bring up this could be the time for our final countdown if you want to throw in any questions, concerns, topics that you want to talk about while I fix this. Well, that was literally well also. <laughs> oh, did he really? Yeah, yeah. But you know we're on the same brain waves when it comes to stuff like that. Yeah, the final countdown's coming up soon. We should have actually just called it what it was and got to the final countdown, but uh yeah, so if you guys have comments, topics, uh, go ahead and put it in the chat so we can get together and talk about what you guys would like to. Remember, tomorrow at 11 a.m., me, myself, and Dante also will be talking MMA, covering the Conor McGregor-Dustin Poirier fight. It's a great card tomorrow night. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about it, break it down for you in the morning, so don't miss that. 
And uh, hit that like, hit that subscribe, hit that share on all of our platforms. Tell everybody every second you can. When you go to breakfast, you go out with your family and the waiter's like, hi, guys, how you doing? You go, oh, well, I'm doing great because I listen to the Rough Cut Sportscast. You heard of it? Oh, well, here, let me show you how to find it on Facebook at Rough Cut Sports. Oh, and then Twitter at Rough Cut underscore sports. If you like pictures, the Instagram or the IG, the iJizzle, that's where we be at, <laughs> at the Rough Cut Sports Guys. Do it. Tell everybody. Did I give you enough time? Are you there? Are you ready? I had to make this absurd offer for the for the Vikings to be able to move up to 55 overall. Now we are here. The Vikings are on the clock. You are the Vikings. Where are you going? But like we, I talked about it while you we were fixing it, so we're good. Uh, the Zach Wilson peck is where we're going. It was what I believe if the Patriots could have moved back, would do, uh, which is why I would dropped up. I think they need to move on from Kirk Cousins. Next year's the year to do it. Blasey Bosque. Okay. And now I get to pick again because I'm number 16. And you, sir, with your stupid Jacksonville Jaguars, took my pick of Kyle Pitts. It's okay. Dante just called you out for, for trading the 14th, trading from 14 to 25 back up to 15 for the guy. <laughs> yeah, but in this scenario, they would have got a bigger, they would have got stuff back for it. Like, got the haul, man. They got the yeah, haul. It's not, you know, yeah, I get it. So, anyways, no one knows what's going on. I don't know what's going on. All right. You are on the clock here, though, with the Arizona Cardinals. Oh, man. Oh, mm. I mean, uh, oh there it is. Mm. Boom, you're on the clock, Arizona Cardinals. I took Kyle Pitts from you. Now you have. So so since I'm not getting another offensive talent for Kyle Murray, uh, we're going to go ahead and lock down on the defensive side of the ball. We're going to need to start getting pressure. Uh, we're going to need some help for that linebacking core, especially that secondary that's only good for the first four or five weeks of the season, and then they regress. So go ahead and give me Quiddy Pay. Quiddy Pay? that edge rusher. And uh, wreak some havoc down there in the trenches. That's a good pick. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm on the clock here with Oakland. Do you have any trade offers, or can I pick my pick? No, I pick your pick. I don't want to trade I'm with Oakland. Pick pick I'm going with Zavin, Zavin Collins, one of the best linebackers in college football last season. I believe he won the award for best linebacker last season. So, and and Oakland or Las Vegas at this point needs to have that. That's like I feel like the biggest weakness for for. Oh, I keep saying Oakland. For Las Vegas, Zavin Collins right here. You are now on the clock with the Miami Dolphins. I had the first pick of the Miami Dolphins. Now you, you have did. And so you went You went a good spot. You got some offensive help, knowing that there'd be a plethora of the defensive side of the ball. Brian Flores has done wonders with that defense. However, they are lacking in the trenches as well. They don't have the pass rush they needed. Emmanuel Ogba had 8.5 sacks, but nobody else, I think, hit three. I think the next person had 2.5 sacks on the team. So we are also going to get them some edge help. You staying and, home? For them? Are you staying home? Uh, I was. I was going to go with Gregory Rousseau. There you go. Mm-hmm. There you go. I like that pick. I have that as one of my picks in my mocks as well, just because that I like that. home. I like that hometown pick right there. I, th- I think that's a, a solid pick. Now I have the Washington football team on the clock. And oh, boy, the Washington football team. There are so many directions you can go with this team right now. Look at this guy. He knows he knows what we're doing around here. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. Exactly. I didn't uh, even see that. I haven't actually seen the last, like, three. After Dante called me out, I, I stopped looking at the comments. My, my heart got hurt. <laughs> I, think, I think Washington, I know they need a quarterback here. I don't like – I, 
I don't think that they go quarterback right now because of who is available. I think this pick though is for offensive tackle. They have, they just traded away uh, Trent Williams during last off season. Brandon Sheriff is uh, not going to, Exactly. See, right here. He's listening. He's Dante's listening. He's my guy now. He's my guy. <laughs> Alex Leatherwood, though, what the best offensive lineman in college football last season, the best offensive tackle there, right there. Alex mm. Leatherwood, the Washington football team. No, I don't go wide receiver for him because I think I think Steven Sims is not a bad wide receiver for him. I think it's definitely a need that they they have to address. But I think right here, right now, because of who's available, Washington's going to be in the position to kind of go best available. And I think Alex Leatherwood's going to be one of those guys who's who ends up being the best available when Washington picks. Chicago's on the clock. You're up here, buddy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Any um, any trade offers? Any trade offers for this? Uh, let me see who's still on the board here. Uh, actually, no, no. I don't have any trade offers for this at this point of the draft with the Chicago bears and their list of needs being quarterback, of course, offensive tackle lineman, possibly a wide receiver. They might lose out. Yeah. So I on Rondale Moore. I know I was looking at him. There was another one up at the top Rashad Alston. um, If I'm not mistaken, uh, who could be a guy they need so i'm one who's been waiting and i think if it doesn't happen this season i'm just gonna call it i thought anthony miller would come around by now it may be a quarterback problem um i I really like what anthony miller was doing at uh memphis darnell mooney's come in and shown he's capable i really do think they need quarterback help but as you said i mean after those three guys are gone it's going to be a minute before we're looking for a quarterback um they need some edge help edge rush help uh, as well, most teams do at this point because getting another edge rusher is not going to hurt you. Um, tough. I like tough. the Rondell Moore. I think that's a guy. I think that's. I think I would either go with Rondell Moore. Or I think I'd go Rashad. If I'm personally on the clock here, I would go with Rashad Bateman from Minnesota. I like what I've seen so far from that kid. Obviously, it's still very, very early in the process. But I mean, I I like that pick. I like that pick. Hey, there's your former Florida State turned Alabama beast. Landon we gotta Nickerson. talk about him. You're on the clock, though. Chicago Bears, make it happen. Mm. Chat, what do you think? Mm. Mm. Next time I'll have this uh, this as well, so I can scroll up and down and make my thought processes. One hundred percent. Oh, okay. So, Paulson, <laughs> I get where I got that now. So I was like, where'd the other guy go? Uh, yeah, so let's go. I am going to go wide receiver, and since he's sitting there staring me in the face, I will go Rondell Moore. <laughs> oh, you're the worst. I, oh, God. Oh. Listen, bro. Once you said, personally, I take Rashad Bateman, I know what you're doing. Let's I know you're trying to that. hold me back let's so you can get the guys you Rondell want. Rondell Moore, because I can't go back on either one of these picks. The Colts are on the clock. I do not want to go edge rusher with them. We're just going to imagine here and play pretend because AJ decides to throw curveballs at everybody here on this show. Wait, <laughs> I tried to click Rashad Bateman and I was like, oh, wait, no. And then it ended up like double clicking. And now the Colts have someone who I didn't want to give the Colts. It's a mess at this point, just like <laughs> it's going to be in the draft. All right, so Rondell Moore is gone. Who would you have taken with the Colts? 
I if, if I if I was on the clock with the Colts, I don't think I would have gone edge rusher. Oh man, I think the Colts here would go JC Horn. Okay. I think the Colts would go JC Horn. The good thing about this is, is the Titans also need edge rushers. So if we just want to pretend here that JC Horn goes to, to, to Indianapolis and we have Joseph Ossie to uh to Tennessee, we can move on and go to Fine. the Fine. I'll How about do that, that for you. Did you have someone in mind that you really wanted to give the Colts? No. Okay, right. thank you very much. It would have it would have probably been an edge though. Yeah, exactly. So that that's fine. Jets are on the clock now. Just imagine that these two picks are swapped here. The Jets are on the clock. There is no bias from me on this show. Okay? I will not I'm going running back here. I and I know you also want to go running back because you have the Steelers pick next. There's two great running backs. It kills me not to take Najee Harris. It kills me not to take him, but I'm taking Travis Etienne because I think Etienne is going to be looked at as one of those guys who's a great pass catcher. He's great with speed. He's going to be that guy who's – I can easily see back-to-back running backs here, Etienne and Najee Harris. Yep. I think Etienne ends up being the be- what is looked at as the better back coming into this draft because of his pass catching ability. Travis Etienne right here. You're on the clock with the Pittsburgh. Yeah. Um, I actually thought you were going to go by it. So I'm glad you didn't. I am going to take Najee Harris. You know, since, since uh, Le'Veon Bell left, James Conner had that one good year and it's kind of been downhill since then a bunch of injuries. The line couldn't get any push this season, but he also wasn't making anything happen when they weren't. Um, Najee Harris gives him a lot to do. Uh, he, you know, he can catch out of the backfield with the best of them. He can run, he can power run. He's shifty. He's quick. And, you know, also in the running for the Heisman last season. So you're not going wrong there. I definitely think they need to get a running back. And uh, I start there. Also, James Conner's contract, you know, he may be thinking he's worth more than they're going to want to pay this season. So there's a good chance that they may not have a James Conner next season. Exactly. And we've seen, you know, Benny Snell was nice, but he's not a number one. So. Uh, yes, Najee Harris, you can book it this time. You don't have to gonna switch it up on you. Done deal. Najee Harris, I am on the clock with my most controversial pick of the draft, the New England Patriots. Want to trade? Uh, <laughs> I don't have anything for you. We're too close to the end. Timing purposes here? No. Yeah. Right. Thinking, and, and everyone can rip into me here for going with the Homer pick. I don't care. I apologize for nothing. Nick Saban and Bill Belichick have some sort of relationship here. And I think the new England Patriots take Mac Jones after trading back and they could continue trading back because they might not need to take Mac Jones anytime soon within these next few picks. I don't, I could definitely see him going back and back and back. Mac Jones, new England Patriots, 25th overall book it. You heard it here Mm. first folks. Mm. Cool. That's great. That's wonderful. It's fantastic. You're awesome. So happy you did that. <laughs> I, I didn't. I also don't like picking Mac Jones here because New England needs more than just a quarterback. Like Cam Newton's not a bad quarterback. Cam Newton is not a bad quarterback. But New England just doesn't have anything around him at all. Julian Edelman so, was good. So I, I, here's the thing. I don't mind. I, I, I didn't want to stop you. I was going to let you continue, but I don't mind the pick, but you're right. They, they have a lot, they have a lot of needs, but Bill Belichick needs his quarterback. He yep. needs his, his guy. Josh McDaniels, they weren't able to make it work with Cam. 
Yep. New England's not a running QB style team. As much as you want to change to the new guard and have that mobile guy, you want that pocket passer who is mobile next. And so I like the Mac Jones pick. I do believe that I, I could, if they were at 25, I could see them picking him there and not moving back because you do start to play with fire once you get in that second round uh, with a quarterback like Mac Jones if the other three are off the board. If Zach Wilson's still there right now somehow, and like we both said, they've been getting high on on uh, Zach Wilson, so I don't know if that's the case. But so I'm with you there. I understand where you went there. Yeah, I, 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 I'm. It's a, it's part Homer, part I like Matt. I, the fit makes sense. You're yeah. on the clock, Cleveland Browns. Let's round this out, buddy. This yeah. has been, it's been fun. So, um, I, there's a lot of things as a Cleveland Brown I'd want to do here. Um, it, let's, let's, you know, they have OBJ right now. We that remains to be seen. But so say they do. I like their offensive weapons. They want to run the ball a little bit more. They like their tight ends. They've got a plethora of wide receivers. I could see them wanting a wide receiver here. I just don't know. It'd be a little early to jump up for them. And I think they need some extra help on the defensive side of the ball. As I mentioned earlier, their secondary is going to round out. Uh, hopefully, Greedy Williams and Grant Delpit can stay healthy. So I'm going to get uh, Miles Garrett some help on that front line, uh, get them another edge rusher. And this is the spot where Aziz Ojulari goes. And he and Mac, jo- Mac Jones, he and Miles Garrett <laughs> allow that secondary to put in work. I mean, Cleveland may just be a trenches away from making a deeper I run. Agree. I agree. And I would have I not, again, not damn a bias here. Yeah. Jim Barrymore absolutely was a standout in the national championship game. And I think yeah. he's going to end up being that player that continues to build his draft stock could go even earlier than this, but I would have had Christian Barrymore at 26 just because of how hot he's getting before draft time. Obviously we have tons of mocks to go. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. we'll see how that First goes. mock here guys. First mock today. Baltimore here before we get into the kind of the Super Bowl picks that this order can change at it just completely change. Oh, Baltimore is an interesting pick because I like that Julio Jones pick. I love, I love that Julio Jones pick. And maybe you want to be your Atlanta Falcons. You want to trade up here because I love, I, I would trade. Would let me offer you a trade. I'm a, I'm the Baltimore Ravens. I offer you 27th overall. And let's say a second round pick for next year for Julio Jones. Would you accept it? No, you got to come off more than that for Julio. If oh. I'm an Atlanta Falcon. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I think Atlanta don't believe that Julio's not worth the first round pick, even if it's true. just this draft one. I'll tell you that right now. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, I think, I think this is like Bailey says, I think this is where Bateman goes. I think this is, you could definitely see Bateman going here. It, he, he is technically still on the board based on yeah, because the other ones run, uh, yeah. Rondell Moore. Yes. Yes. Uh, Oh man. Hmm. Cool. Where is he? Where is he in the street? Oh, there he is. So I will, I will, let's just say it's going to be a weapon and we can move. Yes. Yes. It's going to be a weapon and we're going to move on. 28th overall. Let's finish this out here, buddy. The Saints. All right. So a couple places they can go. Let's, let's pretend that they are going to decide to stick with either one of the backup quarterbacks they have on their roster. If Drew Brees makes us all sad. And for me, that means they're going to go and get themselves a weapon. And I am taking tight end Pat Fryermuth here. Jared Cook is older. His contract's about to be a problem. They're going to let him go. Josh Hill's not enough for them to stick around. So you start with a young tight end, keep that offense moving. 
and hope that your defense gets back to the ways that they were of this season. I really, I really like him a lot. I think that a lot of attention goes to Kyle Pitts in this draft mm-hmm. and overshadowing uh, for mm-hmm. Firemuth here. He's good blocking tight end as well. And I want to throw that out as well. He can do both blocking, catching, making plays. Good pick here. 29 Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I think it's pretty obvious here that they're going to go offensive line. I think they continue to build on that offensive line. I will go with, uh, oh man, I will go with, let's just go. Let's go with Samuel Cosme from, from the, from the Texas Longhorns here. You're on the clock. 30th overall Buffalo Bills. On the clock. Hmm. Well, so for this, we are definitely talking defense uh, for the Buffalo Bills, um, mostly because they're going to get their running back later on in the draft because they're going to need one more. I don't, I don't know if Singletary and Zach Moss are it. I digress. <laughs> um, so I'm sitting here looking at you got your uh, guy. You got, back up. you got your guy here. Mm, I do. But this is gonna come back around. We can do some stuff. I see here, and I, I, I kind of I like the Christian Barrymore pick right here. I did too. Something up front. So we're gonna we're gonna go there. And I like if, had it not been him, and I had learned some more about my mock draft. <laughs> we're gonna need to save this because I would love to see the difference of what I do on my next mock draft. By the oh way. yeah, we'll 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 for sure here. Let's round it out. Green Bay Packers on the clock. Do they get Aaron Rodgers his weapon? Do they do that? Do they finally? No, they're gonna draft a quarterback. I think they go defense, to be completely honest. I think that they go defensive side, the defensive side of the ball here. Oh, man. You know what? Just because it's Green Bay and they normally just go way out of oh my God. <laughs> with whatever pick that they're going to do. I love Dylan Moses as a Bama guy, wow. by the way. Love him. I'm not going that far. I'm not going that far down. Mm. I'm not doing that. I will go with. Oof. This is this is a tough one. This is a real tough one. I think with all the offensive line injuries, I'm going to go with an offensive lineman right there. 32nd overall, Kansas City Chiefs. What do you have for the Chiefs, sir? Let's finish it out. The Rangers just lost. I want to go cry. You ready for me to get crazy here? So if I asked you what the Chiefs need, what would you say? Uh, more money to spend on free agents. <laughs> I honestly, I would, I would probably say I would address the defense and I would go with like a linebacker or a corner. I, I, I'd go at this point, I would go best defensive player available. Yeah, you would. So I think that's, I think that's a except possibility. For, except for Trevon Mooring because because they don't need a safety. They don't. Anybody but a safety. Cool. <laughs> so um, I hear that, but. One thing I thought about when it came to the Kansas City Chiefs when I saw I had this pick, Sammy Watkins is on a one-year deal. He's about to go away. Uh, Tyreek Hill's still there. Travis Kelsey's still there. They love me, Cole Harmon. Demarcus Robinson does some cool things. But they really love this Legion of Zoom. They really love having these weapons. So you can drop it all the way back up to the top and go ahead and put Kadarius Toney right there, number one, and the rich gets richer. Yeah, that's a good pick. That's a, that's a really good pick there. I, I like that pick a, a lot. Uh, I actually, when my first one of my first mock drafts, I had the Jets going completely off the board here and going with Tony here, but uh, I like that pick a lot. AJ, let's let's send it off, man. Let's send it off here. This is, yeah. this is fun. 
we uh we might plan it a little bit better with our mocks next time where yeah. uh, we do the mock first in the show and then we see what we do with timing or or plan it a little better but guys thank you so much for tuning in we've had a great time mocking with you guys it's been a lot of fun aj do you have any last words before we send it off Hey, uh, shout out to everyone who stuck through with us. Like, like, like Vinny said, we, we thought we'd be a little faster about it, but it was fun. Like, Hey, for my first mock, thanks for making me go, Hey, do your mock sooner than the Super Bowl Cause <laughs> I feel like I could have done so much better, but I like a lot of what I did. So the next mock, maybe we'll make sure it's a big thing and let everyone know it's coming up so they can uh, grab their popcorn and beverage of choice and sit through it with us. <laughs> well, Again, thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of the Rough Cut Sportscast. Adios, turd nuggets. We will see you tomorrow for AJ's UFC.